0: So, today I want to talk about why we click with certain people in relationships. And being a relationship coach, I get many emails, messages from people uh, reaching out looking for some advice about their relationships, as well as people who want to take a deeper look at these and take some coaching sessions. And some of the commonly asked questions that I get from people are, How do I know if they are the one for me? How do I know what to look for in a partner? How can I make them love me more or love me again? And what can I do as I'm having second thoughts about my relationship? There are obviously many more questions that I get asked, but these ones are the most common. Romantic attraction can be as complex as we are. And we are complex because we are human beings. There are no guarantees when it comes to finding uh, love and finding the right person for you and you can't make someone love you or make yourself love someone else no matter how hard you might try. There will always be an element of the unknown when it comes to love and romance but there are things that we know that can attract you to someone else and give you that relationship and that relationship the best chance of not only surviving but being a wholly fulfilling experience. So science actually dictates that opposites in fact do not attract when it comes to healthy relationships. For it to work on this level there needs to be a commonality in different areas, a meeting of personalities, preferences, interests, values and principles. But being too similar, however, can be as big an issue as being too different. I watched a couples therapist in training a little while ago on a video, and they put it that the sweet spot is when the couple has a bedrock of similarity. There are enough similarities that work together, but enough nuances that complements the relationship and brings something to the relationship that the other one doesn't. So an example of this would be that one person is more creative than the other or um, one person is slightly more introverted than an extroverted partner so that they can play off one another and work in a different arena. Maybe inspiring each other but having their own personal interests and different things that they can do. one thing that's essential in a healthy and secure relationship is that each feels the other is committed to them there is a sense of security feeling safe that the other person has you that you can trust them believing in the relationship has been seen in certain studies to be the key factor in predicting the overall quality of a relationship i have spoken and written before about physical attraction the chemistry side of why we are drawn to one another, and even though it can mislead us, uh, which I talk about in my podcast titled "What is Love?" it can be overlooked as an important part of a fulfilling relationship as connected beings physical contact makes us feel well connected um, a sexy spark can be a key ingredient to the success of an intimate relationship there are also four defined theories as to why people fall in love and are linked to how rewarding, fulfilling and comfortable we feel when dating somebody. So reward theory argues that attraction stems from dates that satisfy people's basic needs for self-enhancement, connection, self-expansion and so on. Evolutionary theory argues that women are more attracted to the ambitious, industrious type partners, while men are attracted to beautiful, chaste or innocent partners. Depending how you look at attachment theory, that can argue either way that people with opposing attachment styles are attracted to one another or people with similar attachment styles are also attracted to one another. Generally, when it's a secure attachment, they're more attracted to each other and insecure attachments are also the same. Instrumentality theory argues that attraction depends on whatever goals people most hope to achieve when dating somebody. I'm sure that by this list, it's going to be a mixture of them all. There are also other things that are at play here, and I talk about those in my five things that you need to attract and create healthy, loving relationship uh, webinars and workshops. These are Attraction Style, Relationship Beliefs, Relational Patterns and Resistance. And if you want to find out more about these, then please do sign up for one of my workshops. The details of the next one is in the notes. One thing that I coach that's a definite when it comes to attracting the right person for you or creating a healthy relationship is if you can't be with yourself in a relationship, uh, then you're not really compatible with the person that you are. And being authentic means that people you meet will either be attracted to you for who you really are or they won't. So being authentic is really important. Giving up on any part of yourself in a relationship essentially destroys what you are trying to build or what you're trying to save. Being inauthentic is also very unsustainable. It's draining and can lead to resentments, frustrations and all manner of negative outcomes. Compromise is a word I hear a lot in relationships and I don't necessarily just subscribe to it. Um, Because to most, compromise will mean giving something up that you don't um, want to or is against what you need. So when giving in a relationship, it needs to come from a good place. And I'm doing this because I want to, because I love you and it makes me feel happy to do so. If you don't feel this or are doing something out of desperation or to meet a different need, then this just is not sustainable. It is important that no matter what you hold on to who you are, with a caveat being that you are happy with who this is in the first place and have worked through the issues that may be unhealthy for you to continue with. Never believe that you need to please someone into liking or loving you. A relationship will only be as fulfilling or as successful, as committed, as loving and connected as it could be if both parties live it authentically. Another thing that I look at and work on in my coaching is the law of attraction. Now, think of this as you will, whether it's uh, a bit woo woo or something you believe in. But it does work. And there are also some real scientific uh, evidence based research uh, around this. You need to consider what you want, what you need in a relationship and focus on bringing that towards you to be patient and keep your eyes on the prize. Your reticular, I can say that easily, can't I? The reticular activating system will always focus on what you want to bring towards you on a subconscious level and it filters out what you don't focus on. I was reading up about uh, law of attraction in relationships and one psychologist put it like this. Imagine for a moment that someone Um, that you're looking for is is a bus and you're waiting at the bus stop you keep seeing a number two bus and a number five bus but you're looking for a number one bus it can feel quite frustrating and time-consuming but you must wait because all of those other buses are headed for a destination other than the one that you want so it's best to wait for the number one bus because it will get you to where you want And it will be worth the wait. And they also added that it's because you are worth waiting for. Focusing on the best thing for you is key. If you go to the park looking to avoid the dog poo, then all you're focusing on and looking for is, that's it, the dog poo. So look for what you want, not for what you don't want. And did you realise that you do not need to be perfect for someone else either? Well, maybe perfect fit, but not. A perfect person there is an attraction in imperfection it draws us together there's a shared quality of being imperfect a humanness to it we pick up subconsciously it makes us relatable and likeable it's widely known that we judge ourselves and how we judge ourselves is the way that we judge others and we accept others as we accept ourselves too It's okay that we have issues and struggle at times and are even unhappy with parts of ourselves, as long as we are prepared to work on those and making them acceptable to us. We are all the same in these flaws, in inverted commas. These flaws are common in everyone and accepting our own makes it easier to accept those of other people. Again, there's a caveat. So don't accept what isn't going to meet your wants and your needs. However, If the imperfections cause you issues and the other person isn't going to work on them, then you can accept that they have them, but not accept them into your life if they don't suit you. So what are some tips when it comes to finding the right partner? Well, understanding what we have attracted in the past, why we've attracted that type of person, and working on those things is a great start if you're single and looking for a relationship moving forward. And here are a few things to look at. So, I've already mentioned the attraction style, relationship beliefs, relational patterns, and resistance. We also have safe spaces that we like to return to and can create this outcome before we even begin seeing someone. If this, for example, means um, that being by yourself is safe, then you are going to choose someone that makes you want to return to this space by yourself. Along with this is the person that we want, which I've already covered here too. You can look at these things whether you are in a relationship already as well. If the person that you are with doesn't match up with what you want and need in a relationship, then it may be time to sit down and think about how you can address this with them. So what could be on your list? I suggest that they are the fundamental things you want in somebody. Not just the music or movies that you like, although this is a bonus, but deeper things such as personality, goals, vision, values, and principles. Physical attraction can be very important, but this is something that will change as we get older. Being attracted to someone deeply is key. And as we know, attraction comes in many forms. Choose someone that is willing to know you and to get to re-know you as you change through your life. Someone who has got you, and you can have them right back when needed. A person who can be strong and yet sensitive when required, and who can be open emotionally and solve issues as they arise, have what I call, or is actually a a counselling term my way back, which is an internal locus of evaluation, or in other words, Values themselves from within and doesn't require a lot of external validation. Someone who has worked on themselves and is emotionally intelligent about who they are and about who you are too. They can be flexible and forgiving, can listen and hear with empathy and understanding. They understand that life comes with loss, is aware of how to be in these moments and can self-soothe as well as know how to soothe you. Makes you feel safe, both secure emotionally and physically. You will have your own ideas of what this is, what you need. But these are the common ones that come up with my clients and ones I also see as significant to get the minimum of the 80% that you deserve in your relationships. Anything less than that and there are things to be addressed and some work. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow and review the show. That is very much appreciated. And please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy, intimate relationships in your life. I will leave you with this quote from Carl Bond. Although we can't go back and make a brand new start, we can start now and make a brand new ending. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Relationship Guide.